0: Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up. A few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. Now I'm here in the studio again with my colleague Sidal Cooper, who's just finishing her Master's in Physics with Applications of Machine Learning in astronomy, good afternoon Siddle good afternoon Ketchell. and now Siddle's actually a developer at the South African Radio Astronomy Observatory here in Observatory in Cape Town and has to apply statistics to astronomy all the time that 's her job I mean some people think of astronomers as you know people with looking through telescopes and so on, but actually they are data analysts I guess, but you really are a data analyst, you're a a developer, you're not an an astronomer, Yes, but you help the astronomers get what they need out of their data. Tell us about your job.
1: About my job, so astronomy is all about collecting data, and the data gets into a computer, it's a lot of numbers, and with a background of statistics, that's where I come in. I take that data and I do some analysis on it. I could do some uh, data averaging, some classification, clustering, or some image processing. So that, that is how I apply statistics in the field of astronomy.
0: And the image processing, is that to kind of make the kind of pretty pictures that we, that we see with things like the Hubble Space Telescope?
1: Yes, so the numbers that we get as the data from the telescope is then converted or imaged into photographs or images that you see.
0: And is that how scientists then get to understand what's going on out there in the universe?
1: Yes, that's exactly how scientists or astronomers get to find out what's happening in the picture and make conclusions or signs. Mm -hmm. But the pictures. And
0: and sometimes they use that data to generate graphs. Yes. So they can say, okay, this sort of thing happens over time. Are you sometimes the first one to see those graphs and images of that data? Or do you just do some sort of munging and send it off to the astronomer?
1: I do some munging and I send it off to an astronomer.
0: Oh, okay, yes. okay. Uh, because sometimes you do get kind of Eureka moments, you know, yes. when when the astronomer sees the data for the first time. By the way, Siddle just used a very technical term there, munging, <laughs> um, which is actually, which actually means sort of manipulating statistics, yes. really. So do you use specialized programs to do this or do you actually write the programs
1: yourself? There's actually specialized programs and packages that astronomers use where they have easy access to statistical methods that they can just use when they are processing the data.
0: Mm. It's a bit disappointing for some to think that the astronomers aren't out there in the freezing cold uh, yes. late at night you know, <laughs> or all night long, but they're actually sitting in front of a computer. And that even before the astronomer gets the data, there are people like you, Sidor, who are you know, managing that data in various ways, which is quite a, a kind of specialist technique now and quite a, a reasonably new field of endeavour.
1: Most of the work is actually done on the computer. So because we are working with data, we're working with numbers, it all comes into the computer and that's where all the images are
0: made and all the data products are made. Now I imagine that somebody with your kind of skills, you could go into all sorts of numerical professions but you like to remain in the kind of science arena. So what is it about that that interests you?
1: So I had the opportunity, like you're saying, to go into different fields. I could have went into medicine. I could have went to astronomy. But I chose astronomy because uh, South Africa has the biggest scientific project currently. So I was like, I want to be part of this project because it's also going to be producing vast amount of data. And as a statistician, that's where you want to get your hands on.
0: Yes, and and this is Meerkat and the square kilometre array you're talking about.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And there's a very long term future because you're still at the outset of your career. Yes. And really you've got a whole lifetime ahead of you because that telescope is going to be there for quite a while.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Right. So over time you're going to be, you know, at the front of this wave and actually creating a lot of the techniques and the programs that will help the astronomers, you know, help the scientists determine what's going on in the universe.
1: Yes, the methods that we create can actually also be used in other fields and they will be used in the long term. So we are creating methods that later on people can just pull up and use those methods without actually having to write the methods again.
0: That's amazing. You've got quite a, a stellar career ahead of you, Sidil, and it's a pleasure to work with you. And thank you very much for coming into the Fire Music Radio studios in person to tell us about statistics in astronomy. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham, wishing us clear skies.